Hey everybody, welcome back to the Active Dads Podcast. This is Daniel, and I'm joined as always by my co-host John. Hello. <laughs> A man of few words. <laughs> but um, today, uh, we kind of had some issues deciding on topic, but we kind of, well, we wanted to go with something to do with diet. So I figured it'd be a good idea for us to talk about caloric balance. Now, with any diet that you go on to, your caloric intake is always going to regulate your success or your failure on that. And uh, as John can attest, whenever you know keto became a popular thing a couple of years ago, that a lot of people were talking about how oh, the calories don't really matter. So long as you get into ketosis, you're going to burn it off. Yeah, I mean that was so. So the whole thing was was. Um, God, I lost it again. What was I going to say? But yeah, the whole thing was eat. So, so the terminology was eat till you're eat till you're full. Eat when you're hungry. Eat till you're full. So, as most people would do, you would you would pick out a good healthy meal and you would mm-hmm. eat normally. Yeah, not gorge yourself, but eat. Yeah, until you were satisfied and then mm-hmm. be on your way. But you had that little uh monoculture of, of folks that took that to the to the far outskirts who thought that well my god i can just eat all this fat i want yeah um so you know you go from having three meals a day to seven meals a day oh, yeah. and chugging you know or popping in 12 1300 calories every meal and you know your diet starts going the opposite direction then but then not only not only with weight weight gain fat gain then people started having issues with you know medical issues because all the crap they were eating yeah um and so yeah definitely no balance and it was it was i mean you know you don't need vegetables you don't need greens you don't need salads those are all crap and don't eat them Oh yeah, that all had carbs in it. I remember yeah. that part of it too. Carbs man. Like, and but but eat, eat the whole stick of butter. Yeah, like and don't get me wrong, like I mean I, I love the butter. Oh, I, butter's awesome. I did the butter yeah. and the coffee thing. Mm-hmm. I don't really do that anymore on occasion, um, just because I like the frothiness, frothiness yeah. of mm-hmm. it. But it's not like a staple. I mean, butter's a staple because I cook with it. But people are going to the they're going so crazy with it. Yeah, that was the big thing with me too. Like I. Yeah. Uh, Whenever we started Native Keto, we had a Facebook group on there and started going through that, man. Everybody got hooked on the Bulletproof Coffee with throwing butter, MCT oil, all this other stuff. And whenever, like, people would message me or I'd start training somebody that did keto, I'd talk to them, like, why are you doing that? Like, well, I've been putting fat in the coffee, you know? Like, the caffeine fuses to the fat and makes it last. I'm like, yeah, but your cup of coffee just turned into a 400-calorie meal. Yeah, yeah. Like, you have to factor that in. It ain't like, oh, I'd ate this and then just had a Jesus coffee or a um, the, caveman coffee, whatever you want to call it. The one time I still have those now is uh, pre-race. That's the one yeah. I have that. And so, depending on what the length or distance is in my race, those are that's my staple. Um, I still do the fat bomb coffee. Mm-hmm. I don't go crazy with it, though. I don't. It's not insanely, like, I don't just pile the crap in there. Yeah. Um, it's usually... Um, I choose one or the other. If I use butter, I use butter. If I use MCT, I'll use MCT oil. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a little bit of protein with yep. my coffee and some heavy cream in there. Um, and then I have a couple, two, three eggs, um, scrambled or fried eggs with that. Yeah. And that's usually, that's the one thing that my stomach can handle on a race, a race day and not, not give me problems. Yeah. But 
Yeah, I mean, or or if I have, if I decide, you know, I get up and it's, I sleep in for whatever reason. I don't want to have a big breakfast or something on the weekend. Mm-hmm. I'll make one. I'll make a fat bomb coffee. But that's my pretty much like, I don't want to say a meal because it's not a meal. But those are my morning calories. Yeah, but that's the thing about it is that is a meal. Yeah. You know, whenever I was doing keto, I wasn't doing it to lose weight. I was just doing it to actually test out the diet. You right. know, every time I hear about a new diet, as long as it's not a supplement heavy diet, yeah. I always try it out. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, I found a lot of, so anytime you find a diet that has success, there's a reason why it has success. Right. A lot of the times it has success because it's extremely uh, caloric reduced. Mm-hmm. You know, you have like those little 1000 calorie diets and all this other stuff. But even then, like, you find little bits and pieces of, oh, okay, so this is why this works. So that's right. what I wanted to see on keto. You know, it yeah. was a new thing to me. So when I did it, I was actually doing keto with a caloric surplus. That way I could gain weight. I could gain muscle while I was doing it. So that's right. why I did the um, you know, bulletproof coffee, fat bomb coffee, whatever you want to call it. But that's why I was adding MCT oil, butter, and uh, – protein powder into my coffee right. but that was my breakfast yeah you know what i mean like i wasn't like oh well, i just skipped breakfast and had a 400 calorie drink yeah. like you still got 400 calories in whether it's liquid or solid hey, absolutely mm-hmm. so but yeah that was one of the things i mean if you want to use that as a meal replacement shake you can right but you still have to factor in all those calories because mct oil man it was like what 120 calories per tablespoon oh yeah yeah, yeah. For- and you know mct oil you couldn't use more than one, one and what, a half tablespoons. 11 grams of saturated. Yeah. I think a saturated fat per tablespoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you definitely had to experiment with that because I, you know, I, I remember when I first started using it, I mean, we were, that was before the OW was here. That's, me and Rob really kind of <clears throat> started doing that, uh, really started experimenting with, with the keto side of things um, when we were uptown at the other gym. Um <laughs> And I remember, I remember when I started using that, my stomach had some issues with that at first. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had to ease into it. Mm-hmm. And now, like now, I, and I used to use it like almost daily, mm-hmm. um, especially like before tra- cycling training th- events and runs and things like that. But now I just use it specifically and primarily on race days. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. even train with it anymore. And I don't use as much of it. I probably use half a tablespoon, mm-hmm. you know, and, and sometimes I'll just cook my eggs in that. Yeah, so whenever you cook with MCT oil, is that like a medium heat oil or is that yeah, a high heat medium. oil? medium. Okay. Yeah. So it's similar to like coconut oil. Right. Okay. I didn't know if in the, what do they call it, the frac- fracturing or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Whenever they separate, yeah. I didn't know if that turned it into a high heat oil or yeah, not. Yeah, no, it's a medium heat. Um, okay. Pretty sure. <clears throat> gotcha. Heat, medium heat. Yeah. And like, I still do it occasionally, you know, like if I'm just busy out here and I don't have time to cook breakfast, mm-hmm. I'll just throw some, I actually just use coconut oil. I don't even yeah, use the MCT yeah. oil. I use coconut oil, scoop of protein powder, mix it up in a cup of coffee, and like that's my breakfast until yeah. I can get back here. And, and we keep we keep that in coconut oil at the house because my wife and she puts just you know liquid coconut oil in there, mm-hmm. um, and hers and my son's shakes in the morning. So yeah, because for him, I mean, you know, you get a, I mean, he'll do a shake, um, in the morning just because he's like me. He doesn't like, I mean, I just don't like eating really early. And yeah. even on race days, I mean, I have to force myself to eat to get mm-hmm. that food in. Yeah. So, you know, he'll do a shake on his way to school. And yeah. so they don't do lunch till 11, but it gets him through. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. So, yeah, that's one thing. Anytime you talk about caloric balance, that is all 
all of the calories you take in. It doesn't matter where it's solid and liquid supplement form, like protein powder still usually has some fat or some carb attached to it. It's normally not 100% protein. Yeah, including your you know. multivitamins and things. I mean, a lot of those have carbohydrates in them as well. Yeah, some of them can, yeah. yeah I mean, you're looking at like a net, you know, one or two grams sometimes and some yeah. of that stuff, so. Yeah, so with caloric balance, you always, I'm a huge fan of the Harris-Benedict formula. Um, you can find these calculators online anywhere. I actually pulled one up before we got started so I could kind of have a reference guide to go by. But um, the first thing that you want to look into is your BMR, and your BMR is going to be your basal metabolic rate, and that's kind of like basically the amount of calories your body needs to live. So if you don't get out of bed for 24 hours, how many calories is your body going to burn? And that's normally the most calories you're going to burn for the day, unless you're doing some type of extreme long-distance event. Your BMR is always going to be more than your active metabolic rate. So percentage-wise, I'm sorry, I should have specified. Your active metabolic rate is your daily activities on top of your metabolic rate. Okay. Mm -hmm. That makes sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I like, I'm kind of torn at this, uh, there's this term I heard a while back. It was called the curse of knowledge. Yeah. So with the curse of knowledge, sometimes you know too much or you know a lot more about an in-depth topic than people can like understand on a basic right. level, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. So like that has a tendency to make it seem like you're talking over somebody's head, but yeah. I can't stand when somebody talks over anybody's yeah. head, whether it's mine or somebody else's. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like I'm using advanced techniques but i want to explain it to where the layman can easily pick it up oh, yeah. um, so if i start using these terms it's literally just to give you a reference in case you need to google it later i'm yeah. not trying to sound smarter than i am <laughs> so so all right anyways off that tangent so with the bmr that's your basal metabolic rate um basically your basal metabolic rate is how many calories your organs work to function or how many calories your body needs for your organ function for your cognitive function any type of repair from a heavy workout, all of that stuff. Okay. So that's basically what you need to survive. And I actually uh, input my stats into the calculator online. Sorry, I'm trying to look at my phone at the same time. So basically my basal metabolic rate is 1,731 calories a day. That means if I get in anything under that number, whatever extra calories I need on top of that, are going to be taken from my frame, right. you know? So if you're carrying an extra one pound of fat, that's an extra 3,500 calories. So with that, if you deduct the amount of calories that you need or the amount of calories that you want to be in a deficit of from your basal metabolic rate, that's what you're going to burn off your body. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, cool. So the, so here's the question of the day. Uh -huh. What is the BMR of a zombie? I don't know. They're pretty slow. I would say they're sedentary. Mm -hmm. So it'd be pretty low. I'd have no to know brain the, function. Yeah. Or is there brain function? There had to be brain function. I You'd see, have to have something, especially like on the I mean, like they primal level. Because they have to the walk. Brain, right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about organ function. How's their digestion? You think it's solid? Or you think they just have diarrhea all the time? I would say diarrhea all the time. Yeah. Full carnivore diet? Yeah. Probably some explosive diarrhea all the time. Yeah. yeah. But anyways... <laughs> <laughs> Halloween's coming up. I figured that was a good Halloween's one. coming up. It hit me. I started thinking about the Walking Dead. I yeah. don't even like that show. Yep. All right. So basal metabolic rate is seventeen thirty one. 
with your AMR, which is going to be your activity level, added into it, you're normally going to add, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're a very active person, you may add, you know, 1,100, 1,200 calories to that number, yeah. just depending. But whenever you're looking at it, you really want to look, you have to take an honest look at your activity, you know. Oh, you yeah. talk to people all the time, be like, hey, you know, like, what was your activity like this weekend? Like, oh, man, I stayed busy. I cleaned the house. I did this. I did that. And I'm like, okay, well, you did, like, 45 minutes of actual activity. Like, were right. you moving all day long? Yeah. Like, do you clean your house at a vigorous pace, top yeah. to bottom? Yeah. <laughs> or are you just kind of, like, pushing the broom back and like, forth? I mowed the grass. Yeah. yeah. I have a ride my mower. Yeah, that's oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> it was hot, though. I was sweating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you were, like pushing your arms left and right with your hips. I lifted there. the beer from the cup holder to my mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 12-ounce curls. I hear that stuff all the time when I ask. I'll be like, so what do you do? Yeah. Well, uh, uh, I weeded hmm. mode. I was sweating my, my butt off, man. Yeah, sweat means nothing. You're going to lose a little bit of water weight, and you're going to put it on as soon as you drink water. Unless you're me, you just don't drink any more water. So, yeah. Well, I mean, that's a good plan to die. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so after you find the BMR, you take an honest look at what your activity level is. And for activity level, you have to look at that like over a week, you know. So like I'm very active on Saturday and Sunday, but I have a desk job. So you're not really that active on yeah. a daily basis. You have to look at everything combined. And I always tell people to set it up, <clears throat> set it up, find your three numbers for your average day. So your first number is going to be your sleep. How much sleep do you get at night? Let's use you for example. How much sleep do you get at night? Yep. Just on average. Yeah, maybe six and a half hours. Six and a half? Okay. Maybe. So your first number is going to be 6.5. So how many hours are you sedentary? So sedentary means like doing this podcast. You're seated. You're driving. Um, you're, you know, your transportation. Your paperwork. Um, yeah, I only like go that. eight hours out of the day. So the full eight at work? I mean, you know, I'm I'm including like driving to work, driving home from work. Yeah. All that in there. Yeah, you hours. have to fo- you like, have to factor everything in. Yeah. If you want the numbers to be precise, so you have to factor eight everything out of the day in. Where I get home. Yep. All right. So we got twenty four hours in a day. So we're gonna knock off the eight hours that you're at work. Sally's is sixteen. Then we're gonna knock off the six point five that you're sleeping and then your active number so you got your sleep your sedentary and then you got your active is 9.5 so between those you can see that you're more active or you're almost as active as sedentary because we're going to factor in the sleep i mean that kind of counts as sedentary but it's also you know a function you have to do yeah so with that because whenever you pull up the harris benedict formula man it says like sedentary little to no exercise exercise one to three times a week or does that mean like one to three times a week as in like 20 minutes or does that yeah. mean one to three times a week as in like i ran for five hours like yeah that, so you have to take a very decent look at that so whenever you do that you'll usually have five to six different levels um very intense exercise daily or act physically active job that means like you're on production at a sorting plant like you're sprinting left and right five days a week six days a week like there's very few people that fit that part of it so for you i would put you know probably average as far as sedentary and keep in mind like 
some people see that, and that's not a bad thing. Right. That's a realistic thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for me, um, it looks like mine, I'm going to put my exercises four to five times a week, which is like the middle of the strand. And that's going to put me at 2,537 calories. So 2,537. So they're adding almost 800 calories a day to that. So with that, you know, if I want to gain weight, I'm going to add 200 to that number. That way I can boost my calories. That way I can get into a surplus and start working on building muscle up. Or if I want to lose weight, then I'm going to take that activity and I'm going to knock 200 off of it. I always say start with two, 250 calories a day. That way your energy is still going to be up. You know, other professionals might say three, 300, 400, whatever. But you just want to get a baseline, run that baseline for a couple of days. Yes, this feels about right. Then we're going to decrease it. If you're trying to lose, we'll stay on lose weight. So losing weight, we're going to try to decrease it 200 calories. Run that for two weeks. Energy still feels good. You know, your sleep is still good. Your workouts still feel great. Drop another 200. Run it for a couple more weeks. You know, small increments. Yeah. The worst thing you do is drop it down to 1,000 calories and feel like a zombie, yeah. for lack of a better word, and just drudge through stuff because you're going to hate life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a thousand calories is like what a 10 year old little girl needs. Yeah. Not a full grown man trying to build muscle, mm-hmm. you know? <clears throat> so with that, um, so now we're going to talk about macros. So once you find your overall caloric balance, we're going to talk about macros. Macros are basically the three main macros. There is a fourth that nobody really talks about for obvious reasons, but the three Main ones. The number one is macaroni. No. Good dad joke, though. And cheese. You picked the right podcast for that. Yep. <laughs> so you got your protein. What's the other macros? Carbohydrates. Carbohydrates. We'll just put carbs because I don't feel like writing that much. Now you sound like a, I don't know, carbs. Carbs. Uh, Carburetors. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, fat, fat, yes, or fat. Do you know what the fourth one is by chance? Did you take eighth grade anatomy? I did. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you what it is though. Okay, you keep it a secret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so whenever we're talking about protein, carbohydrates, and fat, huh? Mm-hmm. Why are you mouthing stuff over there? People can't hear you when you're quiet. I know. Okay. I said it was a secret. Okay. So with protein, you, again, um, how do I put this? The experts disagree. We'll just say that. Don't put me in that position. (laughs) I have heard every number from 0.65 per pounds of body weight to 2 grams per pound of body weight to 1 pound per kilogram of body weight. Like nobody can get everything straight. I just read the label. Hmm? I just read the label label on the protein. (laughs) I'm talking about how much you actually need. It says it right there. Unless you've got like a Made in USA label on your ass. I don't think it does. One scoop. (laughs) One scoop. (laughs) (laughs) But how many of those one scoop servings do I have a day? Depends Uh, on what my macros are. There you go. How do you find your macros? It's also on the label. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And look for the generic number that whoever, whatever, whatever trainer coach website you're following will have a generic number. 
Mm-hmm. Just follow that number. They always do. My personal recommendation is to start out at 0.85 grams per pound of body weight. That's body weight pounds, not kilograms, because I don't feel like doing all those conversions over. America. America. So, 0.85. And so, like, it gets even deeper than that, man. I've heard some people say, like, 0.85 pounds per lean muscle mass. So yeah. then you got to like find your body fat percentage and go off of that too. And like you can make this as complicated as you want to. Yeah, I'm not weighing yeah. my food or no, stuff. No, that's me, man. I guesstimate it best. But we'll stay 0.85 to 1 gram per pound of body weight. That's Maybe. overall body weight. You don't have to hop in a water tank and see what your body fat number is. Any of that stuff. We're just going to keep this simple and basic. So one way to look at protein is the building blocks of muscle, the building blocks of connections with the synapses, all kind of fun stuff. So anybody, cool story, actually. Um, so you know how there's been like a ton of cults in America? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, they've got like TV shows devoted to it. I got real deep into like the cult life stuff Yeah. through uh, A&E's. Uh, TV show, whatever yeah. it was. But the coolest thing that I thought about cults, and I'm not saying cults are cool. Like, if you find yourself in a cult, please get out. Like, do something for your own health. But, yeah, or somebody will call you a sheeple. Yeah, yeah. But the cool part about, like, the actual cult, so, like, where you got to go to the compound and stay there and yeah. go through, like, the detox process, yeah. is the cult diet they always put you on, like, the cleansing diet, Oh yeah, is always low in protein. Do you know that? I did not. Yeah. So between uh, Heaven's Gate, um, what's the other one that was out in Utah? Oh. Uh, so Heaven's Gate was around here. Talk the one that. The uh, one out in Utah and then the Jim Jones one. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so out of those three, it was vegetables and rice was your diet for like a week. And the funny part about that is low protein diets reduce cognitive function. That's true. So you put somebody on a reduced protein diet to where their brain isn't firing right, they're very easy to brainwash and get them to believe in your silly ideas. So, like, I mean, cult members are smart people. Of course, they're charismatic people. But they're very smart people, too, because they knock down your protein intake to where your brain don't work right. And then they convince you about the love and joy and all that stuff of the cult life. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that was like, like prisoners of war while they starve you to death. Yeah, bread and so water. they can ask you what the heck yep. they want to, and you're going to finally give in and tell. Same thing. Makes sense. Yep. But I never really, I didn't put the connection, the two and two yeah. together. Like I said, I just like, I got into the cult stuff. Like, I don't know what it was. I go off on rabbit holes all the time. My last big rabbit hole was the whole uh, um, child trafficking thing that went out in California, like that cult. Oh, yeah. That was doing all that stuff yeah. that all the... Hollywood stars were caught up in and stuff. Yeah, that Did one. Did you hashtag cancel Netflix? No. No. I can't get behind that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just Meat can't. Eater's on there, so I got to watch it. I can't help it. There you the go. The new season just dropped today, by the way. Oh, nice. I'll check it yes. out. Yeah. Yes. Can't wait. I think I watched like a couple sporadic episodes. I've never actually watched a full season. It made Steve me... Rennell is a really yeah, cool dude. I there. love Steve Rennell. That's yeah. hilarious. Made me want to go this weekend because it's opening day. It was like. To skip my race and go shoot an animal and opening day was last weekend. Oh, in our county. Oh, weekend, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Catawba and Lincolnton, yeah. I believe. Yeah, bow season opened up last week. Yeah. So there's you know, there's nothing more just like oh, than taking down one with an arrow and then 
Mm-hmm. Just out right there. Yeah. yeah, I uh get to go to not just fishing sometime this weekend, drop my bow off. Went to practice last weekend. First time I pulled it back, eye hose popped. So Man, my entire sight turned sideways. See, so you got me. I'm already like worried about that. I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, oh, it's been the case. So she's yeah. Right, but yeah, just remember to keep it wet. That rubber hose does yeah. not like sedentary life either. So yeah, it's been a yeah. little sedentary. Yeah, me too. Unfortunately, but I got the crossbow, so I'm not too concerned with it. Now that good old North Carolina decided we can crossbow hunt during bow season, yeah. I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, and see, I, last time my wife bought one, I made her take it back. She kept it. What, a crossbow? Mm-hmm. Why? Because she bought the wrong bow. It's like I needed a new compound bow, and I got up on Christmas morning, it was a crossbow, and I was like, ah, oh, it's a crossbow. Keep both. Well, What's didn't. your problem, man? Because I had to buy a new it's bow. It's a crossbow. It's like... So... It's it like, literally a rifle. It was like seven years ago before we could... Oh, you know, you had to be... Yeah. Uh, handicapped or whatever mm-hmm. to use it. So, yeah, that was kind of a weird... That was a weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. So like now I've got to take it back. I'm sorry. It's a bow, <laughs> but not the bow. Yeah, I would have kept it either way. All right, uh, where are we at? Got me off. Oh, we were talking about cults. And, oh yeah, uh, cults protein. and protein. Yeah. So guys, do not go on a low protein diet, please. Your brain will thank you. Get in plenty of protein if you want to be vegan. Cool. Um, they get in a lot of protein too, mm-hmm. through beans and whatnot. What, soy? Oh, pintos. And no, most people get protein from soy. Like every vegan protein powder you find is all soy-based. You can't get good protein. I try. I mean, I've got some really great friends. I love them. They're, they're vegans. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you oh, know. I feel sorry for them. I did it for... Uh, you were a vegan? Huh? You were a vegan? I did it for like a, a weekend. Terrible I idea. tried it for a weekend and it was it was awful. I went through toilet paper like <laughs> in God. a weekend, Dude. and I felt like somebody had just like ran a sander down the rear end. It was yeah. awful. Now, but I have so it was a cleanse. I'll say that. Yeah. So the guys that I follow, um, mainly Steve Maxwell, who is one of my all-time idols, he talks about doing meatless Mondays. Like just picking one day yeah, to where do you that. don't do any meat, yeah. and that way it gives your digestion time to pick up. Because I mean, like I love meat, I would never turn anybody against eating meat. Yeah, but it is kind of a load on your digestion system. That's why a lot of people who go full carnivore, like they paint the walls, they and have ridiculous diarrhea for the first couple of weeks because it just destroys your stomach. And then you get constipated. Yeah, and then you get constipated after that because there's nothing but meat in there. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I, I I don't know it. As much as I, I do, like I said, I love it. I love mm. different kinds of meat. I like to go out and hunt it and, yeah. and eat it and enjoy it. But at the same time, man, I, I love fresh vegetables. And yeah. and one of the things that, that I, I have missed that I did cut out was fruits. Most fruits. I've um, backed off greatly on them, but, like, I still love berries, man. Yeah, like I berries. Um, yeah. And I did, like, I started, uh, we, my wife picked up a product or a package of uh of dried fruit it was called uh, from a company called peeled mm-hmm. and it's an all-organic non-gmo company that yeah. so i was like man this is fantastic it was you know mm-hmm. organic pineapple and everything everything they use comes from the origin you know, the origin yeah. of where it's grown yeah, so, single origin stuff you know the mangoes come from mexico and uh you know the pineapple is like sri lanka um mm-hmm. 
And it was all organically sourced from these farms that they're partnered with, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I've heard of that stuff with, you know, coffees and, and different meats and things like that. But I was like, man, you know, that's one of the things I miss on occasion is tropical fruits. Because, I mean, there are a lot of good vitamins and minerals and things oh, yeah. in those. Um, so then we went to that company, we went to their webpage and found all the stuff they had. And one that I fell in love with is a chili mango. So it's dried mango with different uh, spices and chili powder. Ooh, oh, does sound good. my God. It is delicious. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of like my little yeah. on-occasion snack after a race or a run day or something. Yeah. But, yeah, like because my kid loves fruit. Hmm. Um, well, that was one of the big things I did, too, was whenever I first got my food uh, dehydrator. Yeah. So I bought a food dehydrator, and it was like one of those six or seven tier jobs. Yeah. And I bought it in hopes of making jerky out of it. Yeah. from deer and stuff but i mean just it wasn't strong enough like it didn't get enough heat in it yeah. to actually dry it out so you'd leave it on there for like two days and it's got mold on it before yeah. it's done so i started you know doing uh, apple crisps and like yeah. dehydrating cherries yeah. stuff like that so it was really cool i mean i love doing it i just got away from it and we found yeah. uh, we found when we were at the beach we found some it was different it was actually dried um they had dried bananas dried apples mm-hmm. dried mango uh, even had dried tangerines. It's pretty good. I mean, it's so weird. You think crunchy they would tangerine, but disappeared to nothing. Yeah, so much water. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's like dried watermelon. You yeah. know, <laughs> I was surprised, and then, but there's no additives. I mean, it's all organic, non-GMO, no added sugars. I mean, you go through it. Yeah, and my kid loves that stuff. Um, and of course, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that's the stuff I miss, like eating an apple. Good mm. apple. I can definitely see that. Next time you eat an apple, think Kazakhstan. Because that's where apples came from. Kazakhstan? Mm-hmm. I think I've heard of that place once or twice, but I know nothing about it. And that's where apples originated from. Nice. Yeah. If you didn't know that, there you go. Learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And most people think we just we just started growing apples over here. Yeah, I mean, Johnny Appleseed, I thought he set us up. He not invent the apple? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> If he went to Kazakhstan first. <laughs> if he went to Kazakhstan. <laughs> All right. Anyways, back on topic. Like we actually had one. So, <laughs> so since we're talking about fruits, the next thing we'll talk about is carbohydrates. Yeah. What are carbohydrates? They're bad. Bad. That's what causes terrible. you to hang over your belt. Yes. That is the sole purpose human beings have body fat. Because of carbohydrates. So, they turn to glucose and sugar, and that is all. So don't eat any. No, Zero. Stay away. They're evil. Evil. If you can things. keep it to if you can keep it below ten grams a day, you're good, dude. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean that's me. <laughs> me, I'm I'm ten yeah. grams. I'm sitting here thinking about the peanut butter bagel I ate this morning. Oh, that's that's evil. <laughs> and the uh chili that me and my wife made with all the cheese and beans and all that fun stuff. Cheese no. and beans, cheese and, cheese and beans. Yeah. Don't listen to them about the bagel, though. That bagel's, that's bad stuff. It's bad mojo. God, it's all organic, man. It's like English, killer bagel. It's like English muffins. Bad. Yeah. Inflammation. Can't be. We'll talk about that later. So with carbohydrates, um, I mean, there's a lot of different theories out there, you know? Like, yeah. 
you know, the average bodybuilder diet for the past 30 years is chicken and rice. Yeah. So it's literally protein and carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. And those guys get literally lean to where their skin is paper thin. Kind of like mine. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for me to tell somebody, oh, hey, your problem is carbohydrates. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's not. So with carbohydrates and with fat, those are your fuel sources. So protein, think of that as building blocks. And yes, I know it turns into glucose after a while under specific conditions, but we're just going to leave that alone for now. Don't worry about that. We'll get into that into a different podcast. But no, carbohydrates basically break down into glucose. They have a strong effect on blood sugar levels, especially with people with pancreas disorders Mm -hmm. as far as diabetes, type 1, type 2, which is a little different, but again, I digress. So your carbohydrate and your fats, that's where you're going to find the rest of your balance. All right. So for example, we'll go back to mine with my protein intake. So I'm 172 pounds. So we'll just do the one gram per pound of body weight just to keep it simple. So that's going to be 172 grams of protein. Protein has how many calories per gram? You should really know this. I just totally just haven't. It just went from my. I just lost it. Four calories per gram. It's actually at like 4.12 or something like that. But. Again, for sake of simplicity, it's hey, got four. Hey, you called me out, but I'm, it's like 4.12. What is pie, John? <laughs> it's what I'm getting, what I'm going to fit in my mouth when I get home. Preferably apple. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So with that, we got 172 times four. So that's 688 calories overall. It's about what I have in a day. Hmm. Yeah. I don't get, cl- I mean, mine's around 150. I never actually hit my protein just because I, I have mean, to eat total so calories. much. 688. About. Yeah. About sure. one meal a day. One meal a day. Couldn't do that either, man. I tried really? that fasting thing. And I just God, my body didn't like it. I fast every day. Hmm? I, I mean, I still fast, day. but I couldn't do that. Like twenty three and one, or whatever they call it, the one meal a day diet. I couldn't do that. Cool. So that's six hundred eighty eight calories. Carbs are also four calories per gram. Fat is going to be nine calories per gram. And you'll kind of see like the theme that we're going to on this. I'm not going to do all the numbers for everything on me because it's going to be different for everybody. Mm-hmm. But your carbs and your fat are going to be your fuels. That's going to be what stores on your body if you eat too much. And, and yes, before, before he goes any further, he did just make a good point that people always forget. It's going to be different for everybody. Yes. So there's no cookie cutter formula for every person that's going to it's going to be for, for you. Yeah. No, that's it. And like, so no, you know, me and you, we're similar height, mm-hmm. similar build, similar weight. Mm-hmm. We have very different athletic pursuits. We have very different daily activities. Right. So even though me and you are similar, our diets may be similar, but mm-hmm. if you're paying somebody or if you're doing your own personalized diet plan, my diet plan ain't going to work for you. Right. Your diet plan is not going to work for me. That's why you need to sit down and break it down. I know numbers are boring. Math sucks. I know. I know. Guess what? You got to have it. Mm -hmm. Like if you actually have goals and you are wanting to find a diet to fit those goals, I mean, you have to sit down and do the math. Yeah. And it's going to take you about five minutes and then you're going to have the complete blueprint for what you need until one of those factors changes. 
Yep. Odds are, if you're old enough to have a kid, you ain't going to be getting any taller. Might get a yeah. little shorter if you do some heavy back squats, heavy deadlifts, compress the spine. Yeah. But you're not going to be getting any taller. Your weight's going to change as long as you're eating to fit your goal. It'll change in the right way, not the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, you'll have the yeah. dad bod or... Oh, man, that's one of the worst things on the planet is get the dad bod. I'm sorry, but that's not coming back. That trend died in the 50s. Yeah. Nobody's bringing it back. Yeah, that's uh, that's not a good look for anybody. All right, so you got your carbs and your fat. As far as your carb to fat balance, that depends on what you do with your day. Mm-hmm. I'm still a big fan of carbohydrates for explosive athletes. I yeah. am. I know the ketogenic um, sphere or whatever you want to call it, the ketogenic community is like, oh, you don't need carbs and be explosive. That is completely different than what I have seen in me and my athletes. Yeah, I mean, and that one, and I, and I, I see it now a lot now, and and I guess now more so, it drives me bonkers because it's a lot of the new people that mm-hmm. are just now catching the tail end of this thing, yeah. and are you know they're the they're the new butter chuggers, cream cheese stuffers, and. <laughs> And like they and they're on all these web they're on they're on these Facebook pages and like it, the minute you go in there and be like that's dumb as hell mm-hmm. you get like and you're in Facebook jail because they kick you out of their group or they ban you because they're trying to push some stupid product or yeah. sell something that's mm-hmm. totally lame yeah. and you're like well wait a minute I'm an actually I'm actually a decent athlete an accomplished athlete trying to tell your help your clientele like not be dumb. Yeah, but okay, keep them in the dark if you want to. I just want to ever comment again by group. See you later. But that that being said, I was one of those that was like hell bent on proving that you know I can do these races. I could be an, mm-hmm. an ultra marathon or an ultra endurance athlete on straight up keto, no carbohydrates, and I did that. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I did. I did. You know. Um, half marathons marathons and up to 50 k's completely um uh, in ketosis in ketosis and uh oh, yeah fasted fasted oh yeah that was where i was looking for fasted mm-hmm. and then, so now it's like the big thing you, know, you see all these all oh, oh i did my first da, 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 fasted and i'm like okay so was it better or worse than the one you did before that mm-hmm. well it was worse Okay, so was it really worth it? Yeah. And I'm like, so, and that's that's the experiences I had. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah, I could do it. I could stay in a, um, you know, I could hold a, you know, a fat burning pace, um, fuel with just strictly fat, mm-hmm. um, and finish. Yeah. But at the end, I c- crashed. I felt like hell. Mm-hmm. And I had absolutely no spring no no energy no explosion yeah. no explosion no energy yeah um but yeah i could drag my carcass through it mm-hmm. so after a few of those i started all right well i'd throw in some carbohydrates whether it was you know sweet potato you know for my pre my not before meal mm-hmm. um so it's like or, a micro version of carb loading yeah micro version of carb loading yeah. or then i would start taking in some carbohydrates during the race mm-hmm. um you know, I went to a different fuel that it did have some carbs in it. More, it was more fat protein, but it have carbs in it, mm. and I got that energy back. That was ability. that the tailwind stuff or whatever? Tailwind, and then I went to uh, tailwind. Was it was kind of there was a lot in it, which I still like the stuff. But I went to the uh, spring energy. 
Springer. Okay, I'll love some more. Uh, Springer is great. It's um, I mean, it's real food. I mean, it's got like peanut butter and chia yeah. and and those things in it in a gel nice. pack. Okay. Um, and it's like 110 calories per pack. Yeah. So they say 30 minutes of fuel. Yeah. Um, which is really about right. Um, average person, yeah. But you know, I go back to the fact that I have energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can I can speed up. I can pick up the pace. I can pick up the tempo. Um. At the end, I don't feel completely just done, exhausted. I mean, yeah. I'm tired, but I mean, I have enough energy. I can go home and do whatever I need to do at the end of that. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, it's. Yeah. Well, when you bring up a good point right there, like, you should be tired after that. Yeah. If you're not tired, you didn't try hard enough. Right. You know, right. you didn't keep up a yeah. good pace. Yeah. If you finish that, and same thing I tell all my guys in jiu-jitsu whenever they're practicing, if we're in competition mode, you better be wore out after every single round. Yeah. Because I want you giving 100%. If you're in competition and you're not giving 100% and you're like fresh as a daisy, I don't care if you win or lost. You didn't try your hardest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Same thing with a run. Um, If you finish a run and you're absolutely dead, then either A, you didn't train that well for it, or B, you literally gave it all you had. Yeah. That's what you do. If you're dead halfway through the race, then I know your training sucked or your diet sucked or a combination of two. But once the race is done, you should be tired. Oh, yeah. That was always the saying in cyclocross. Like, if you weren't weren't coughing up blood at the end, if you didn't taste blood, you didn't go hard enough. (laughs) And let me tell you, it was completely accurate. Because when I went out there and when you put it down and mm-hmm. you gave it every bit you had, it was in the back of your throat and you could taste it. I mean, that's yeah. just how hard you go. Or um, I need to go see your doctor if you're coughing up blood after a race. That's pretty much <laughs> any guy in the front of that in the front yeah. of that group that won those races will tell you the same exact thing. I mean, you go so hard, yeah. um, so fast. Oh, it's good on that. I like it. I yep. miss it. <clears throat> yep. So with that. Your carb fat balance, that's going to be different for everybody. Like I said, that's extremely goal dependent. Um, I could go into like what my macros would be and all that stuff, but I mean, it's just going to be a long story. It really is. Those, you're going to have to figure out what your goals are, what you need to be doing, and what type of fuel source you need. What is it? We start like, what is it, 60, 30, 10, or? You're talking about for? Just for a baseline for like macros for weight loss. For keto? Yeah. Oh, I was about to say, man, like weight loss and keto are two different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking. <laughs> but no, for keto, the uh, therapeutic keto was always um, 60, 30, 10. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got people, you know, because that was my big thing too. Whenever I got into the, the keto community, everybody was dead set on this 20 grams a day. I'm like, where do you get that number from? Yeah. You know, like my 10% is 200 grams a day. Yeah. Like what? what kind of caloric deficit are you on? Like, is this programming for a little 10 year old girl or is this programming for an actual adult male? You know, yeah. I mean, those are two different things. Like you can't say 20 grams for everybody. You know, me and my wife, we both eat 20 grams. That's going to change our percentages greatly. Oh, yeah. You know? I always just shop for less than 10. Yeah. Grams less than per day. Okay. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's going to end up being like 3% or 2%. But yeah, that's usually yeah. where it ended up about two. Yeah. Right around too. yeah, yeah. So it's going to be different. And if you're doing, uh, you know, even if you're doing a paleo style diet, which is what I always prefer, you yeah. know, not necessarily full paleo. Like I don't care. I'm drinking milk. I'm eating cheese. You know, 
Yeah, like, oh, I'm just, oh, I'm not going away from all dairy. So I did a modified paleo diet. But if you're cutting out processed carbohydrates, your carbs are going to be pretty low. Oh, yeah, yeah man. There's that not was... many carbs in a salad or right. in vegetables. Right. And that's the, that compromises or the majority of my of my carbohydrate in, or carb carb intake yeah. is uh and greens and some tuberous vegetables here and there. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean you're going to get some carbohydrates, just residual stuff in that. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you're cutting out processed foods, your carbohydrates are going to be pretty low naturally. But it's yeah. like, you know, there's the even... big well so like, you know, you could bump your carbs up if you're doing like a heavy fruit diet. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So like if you're eating you know, six bananas and a couple cups full of berries and yeah. you know, your sugar intake is going to be high. Oh yeah. So, and, and then, and that goes back to even like, was it Rob Wolf? He did, he did some pretty good stuff when keto was kind of blowing up too, as far mm-hmm. as like what, what affects others, what affects you might not affect others, you know, like, yeah, um, everybody's like carb sensitive or and, carb resistant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Apples and bananas and those things. So that, that kind of goes back to, you have to figure out what works best for you. Like, yeah. I mean, I literally ate bananas and 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 apples and tested my blood just to see what the what it would do, how it yeah. affect me. Yeah, and like with me, my body reacts very well to carbohydrates. Yeah, mine does too. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I was um, kind of jokingly being serious earlier. So, like, I did have a bagel with peanut butter this morning, mm-hmm. but my workout's at two o'clock. So if I eat my bagel at eleven. You know, I'll fast up until about 11, eat yeah. my bagel at 11, and then work out to, to, to 15, 2.30. Yeah. Then that's like three hours enough time for my body to process that, and I'm burning it off in my workout. So those are really the only carbs I'll have yeah. is in the morning I'll have the bagel. And I go ahead and tell you, man, you know, like bagel, peanut butter, and coffee, like, that's my favorite oh, breakfast. I'm, I'm not yeah. going to lie. I used, <laughs> yeah. That used to be one of my favorites because it was yep. like a toasted bagel, mm-hmm. peanut butter. So I do the booming berry. Take a bite. Mm-hmm. You have to drink a swig while the while still in mouth. That oh, way yeah. you get the mixture going mm-hmm. on. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. See, God, see, that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna go home and eat a freaking yeah. bagel. Don't do it. It's like a donut with a cup of coffee. Eat Shoot, in the a morning. bite, yeah. swig, bite, swig. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what morning. we're talking about. Balance. Yeah. You got to balance a bite with a swig. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so like you know, I'm using those carbohydrates as fuel for my workout. You know? right. And you know me, like I'm a stimulant junkie. I love pre-workout. You get some carbs in your system, then you take a pre-workout, especially like a nitric oxide booster. Man, it's like jet fuel hitting your bloodstream while yeah. you're working. I know oh. you're not big in the supplement or uh, stimulants. Especially before job interviews. But for me, <laughs> be all right, man. I swear I'm not on crack. <laughs> yeah, so finding that balance, um, that's going to be one of the important ones. And like I said, man, you're not going to find the balance. Like you can crunch all the numbers. You can find your body weight. You can find your um, body fat percentage at that moment. You can start eating right then. And I guarantee you that is not what you need to do. Yeah. I guarantee you that is not the numbers you need. That's why you have to be vigilant. Every couple of weeks, switch it up, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, you got to, I mean, you got to <clears throat> trick your body. I mean, it's like anything, man. It gets used to doing the same thing for a while, you know? It does, but I mean, like, the math is never going to line up. You know what I mean? Right, Like, theory versus real world is rarely the same. So, like, you get a starting number, you know? And that's why I tell my clients, I'm like, look, eating these amount of calories, you may not see a change right off the bat. Mm -hmm. We're going to play with it, you know? We're going to move it around a little bit and see what works best for you. But this is our baseline. We get the baseline established, 
two weeks later, we're going to dump it 200 calories a day. You know, And if you stay vigilant and do it right yeah. and stick with it, eventually you're going to, you'll figure it out to the point where you don't even have to look at, really look at numbers anymore. No. You can, can totally just look at what you're consuming and go, Oh, this might be the problem or this might be the problem. So if I do, if I dial this down a little bit and dial this in a little bit, I'm back where I need to be. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of for me now. I mean, like I still have a, my fitness pal on my phone, but mm. I rarely use it. Yeah. So um, because I, I kind of know, you know, uh, yeah. And once you get, you know, to your target weight or your target body composition, you can just kind of play with it. You know, you yeah. wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, looking a little soft today. I'm going to dial it back on the carbs, yep. you know, or wake up and like, oh, okay. And if yeah, you really think about it and leave ego out of it, yeah, you're going to figure it out real quick. Like, damn. Yeah. I, I got a hand. I had a handful of, I had two handfuls of potato chips every day when I came home this week. Yeah. 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 That's one. <laughs> you got to step back. You know, like whenever you talk to a trainer and they're like, how's your diet? Don't say, oh, it's pretty good. Oh, it's pretty good to me means you just left McDonald's and came here. Yeah. I really yeah, don't want to just be honest yeah. with you. Because I'm going to, I mean, I'm just going to be honest with you and lay it out there. So like, you have to, man. Like every time I've had a client come or a potential client come in or, you know, even a client come in and we start on a nutritional program, like they always talk to me and I tell them I want a five-day food journal. I want everything you ate for five days, three working days, two off days. Yeah. So usually it's like a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, normal person. Mm-hmm. And they like... They talk to me about it, and while I'm looking over it, I'm like, man, this looks awful clean. I wasn't expecting this. And then you start talking to them, and are like, oh, well, yeah, I knew I had to write it down. I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't change your habits because I'm looking at them. I that need to see an, an actual disorder. Yeah. Well, not only that, but I need to see an actual blueprint of what you're eating right now yeah. so we know what to change. Yeah. You know, if you're coming to me 60 pounds overweight, and all I see is grilled chicken salad and water, for five days, I'm going to think, well, my God, your metabolism is broken. we got to rebuild that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But if you actually be honest with me and there's Wendy's on there five times in five days and then there's McDonald's sausage biscuits on there, I'm like, oh, okay. Here's yeah. the problem. This is an easy fix, you know? My biggest thing was whenever I had usually women, um, usually older women, came to me and I talked to them and they're like, well, I only eat 600 calories a day. I'm like, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way you only eat 600 calories a day. Like, do you track your calories? She's like, well, no, I just kind of look at it. I'm like, okay, well, let's write down everything. Like, everything. If you drink a Coca-Cola, that counts as calories. Write it down. Mm-hmm. And then we look at it and we're like, no, you're actually eating 3,600 calories a day. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is where the problem is. If you're eating 600 calories a day, you're going to lose weight. You're going to lose muscle, and your organs are probably going to shut down, but you're going to lose weight yeah. right before you starve to death. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna be pretty skinny. Right, that's what yeah. I'm. That's what I'm doing now. Like six hundred. Yeah, according to the cupcake you sent me earlier, I don't think we have that problem. It's right over there in that bowl. <laughs> I didn't want it to melt in the truck. Oh, you could have put it in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. room temperature. He wants yep. cold cupcakes. All right. So once you figure out all your numbers, like I said, that's gonna be a baseline. So with the baseline, you're gonna run that for a couple weeks. You don't see any changes knock it down a little bit or increase your protein a little bit and go on from there. We'll talk more in depth about that later on. I didn't want to bore too, too many people with this. And by the look of John's glazed over eyes, I was getting deep into that territory. So That's a cupcake. <laughs> yeah. I just like nerding out on the stuff, man. Like I love anatomy. I love physiology. So whenever it comes to like nutrition or 
you know, any type of kinesiology, I'm just, I'm sucked into it. Yeah. But one of the things I did want to cover before we wrap up are what I call earned meals. So like one of the biggest pros slash cons of the rock being as famous in the fitness community as he is sushi Sunday. that and just like the epic cheat meals that he shares you know of him eating like three large pizzas and donuts those, and sushi those and cookies with the peanut butter in yeah middle. oh my god those chocolate chip cookies <laughs> yeah yeah so kudos for him don't do that at all unless you're the rock any unless you're the rock Yes, he can do whatever he wants to. I'm sure he works with trainers. I'm sure he's got some a uh, little bit of artificial assistance, we shall say. I'm going to be and, honest. Uh, I totally, since I started watching him do that, I started doing it. Like, what? I'll get like... The cheat meals? Like, oh, like that, yeah. I'll uh, have like the big, I'll make like three big cookies with peanut butter, and I'll have yeah. like 18 pounds of sushi, and I'll be like, what? <laughs> okay, so anyways... I want you to not think about cheat meals. You know, if you cheat on something, it ain't going to work. The whole cheaters never win thing that you learned back in elementary school, just go with that theory. What I always talk to all my clients about are what I call earned meals. So with an earned meal, yes, it is an off-diet meal, but it's something to where you put the work in first. You know, so perfect example is mine. I absolutely love pizza. Like a Pizza Hut, meat lovers with mushroom stuffed crust, is my favorite meal on this planet. Mm-hmm. If I eat that as often as I want to, I'm going to be 500 pounds because I yeah. absolutely love it. So what I devised was a little scheme, if you will, to how I can have that occasionally. So if I want Pizza Hut on Friday night, earlier through the week, I have to do three rounds of kickboxing on the tie bag downstairs. So three 30-minute sessions on the tie bag, which is a bag that goes from overhead to the floor. I think ours is like 140 pounds. So that's 90 minutes of just flat out kickboxing bag work to earn that pizza. Now that's not replacing my normal work as far as resistance training, metabolic training and jujitsu. That's on top of everything I had planned for the week. And that's how I earn my pizza for that weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So Like, a lot of people look at that and they're like, man, that's a lot of work for such a little reward. It's supposed to be. If it was 20 minutes on the bag, I would do that every single day and I would order Pizza Hut every single day. Oh, yeah. So, think about it as like the arcade when you were a kid. You know, you go to the arcade, you got 20 bucks, you get 5,000 tickets, and for that you get a pack of gum or a mini pack of Skittles. Like, that's... sticker. Yeah, yeah. That's what the reward should be. The reward should be nowhere near the amount of work that you put into it to get it. Oh, yeah. And that's how you factor in your earned meals. And, I mean, that's generally, I mean, we've been, we kind of, I mean, as in my family, um, we kind of do that anyway. Um, yeah, it's pretty much clean eating all week mm-hmm. and training. Um, and then usually on a Saturday or Sunday, that's the earned meal or whatever. I don't yeah. even call it any kind of meal anymore. I just go, hey, this is what I want. And that's, I mean, it's usually, I either, it's either Village Inn, Cauliflower Crust, meat, uh, That's fully, pretty good. I fully, don't think that's fully gluten-free, though. Fully loaded meat pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, from there, that's yeah. one of my favorites, and I order a wings. Or, um, or I go, I just go with the uh, Fish Camp. 
uh, fried platter. Fried platter. <laughs> yeah. Just, just yeah. soak in all that oil and protein and fat. Oh my god, it makes me all puke thinking about it. That's one thing I can't so, do: yeah. is industrial cooking oils anymore. Yeah, I mean that's I just, and it hurts oh, me bad because I don't. Yeah, like I mean, uh, we all, it's it's very it's hundred mm-hmm. percent pure uh, extra virgin olive oil in my house mm-hmm. or coconut oil. Yep, or avocado oil. Yep, um, that's us, man. So or or yeah. you know uh, or fat, you know, <clears throat> bacon fat or something like that. But um, yeah, we don't do it. so. So you know, and the only the so one thing I like for about that for a day or so. Oh yeah, my joints, fingers, and stuff swell yeah. up. It's kind of crappy. Um, but God, it's so good. Cause I like fish, but yeah, and grill and don't tell me broil. You can get it broiled. It tastes like fish when it's broiled. Um, <laughs> it is fish. It's, it's supposed to taste like fish, John. Yeah, it's supposed to taste like fish and biscuits. Is what it's supposed to taste like. I guess, man. And some hush puppies. Uh. I eat it broiled. I eat it raw. I, love I mean, I eat it. Yeah. I mean, we're huge sushi fans. We yeah. love sushi. I mean, my kid actually likes sashimi, which I like sashimi too. Mm. I like um, certain types of sushi. Um, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, so that's the way that I want you to start thinking of any type of off-diet meal. You know, like an off-diet meal, man, they don't have to be the most terrible thing you can think of. Yeah. Like, there's no pride in having an epic cheat day. You know, like I said, yeah. The Rock does it because The Rock can do it. I'm sure there's some other professional bodybuilders that can do it as well. But... For the average Joe or for somebody who hasn't hit their goal or hit a milestone yet, just leave it alone, man. You don't have to have it. Yeah, like, they're, the, my, they're my big days, man. Like like I said, it's usually Saturday or Sunday. Normally, it's on Saturday yeah. because I get up on Saturday and I'll go run. But um, it's not every Saturday. That's probably every Saturday for me. But I get up and but I kill it every Saturday. Whatever, man. You're trying to set a good example. You're being a terrible one over here. What? You're crazy. <laughs> I mean, you look at – I'm probably – Mm-hmm. We're right around 30 to 40 miles a week of yeah. running. Yeah, I'm not saying you don't earn it. Yeah. But, like, for me, you know, so those cheap meals, like, I maybe do them, or earned meals. I'm sorry. I even screwed it up. Maybe, like, once a month, once oh every three God, weeks. Oh, my God. That is horrible. Dude, I, I like to stay in shape. Man. I do, too. Stay in shape so you can got to get in shape, bro. <laughs> Just me on my yeah. shirt off lately. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. But, no, so, like, <laughs> with my clients, I know. I know. Um, with my clients, whenever they come in, you know, they'll start talking about that. And one of the biggest issues I have with cheat meals is it keeps that desire there. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? Like whenever yeah. you go on keto, like one of the great things I love about keto is it breaks that carb addiction. You know, mm-hmm. like before I went on keto, I drank a two liter of Sundrop a day, man. Absolutely oh, yeah. love Sundrop. Now, I can't stand the damn taste of it. Oh, Because yeah. it's just so much sugar. Your yeah, taste buds literally change. So, Whenever people are always talking about, oh, man, this cheat day I've got next week, this cheat day I've got next week, like, don't torture yourself. Don't look forward to a cheat day. Try to look forward to your meals. Try to look forward to your healthy future. Yeah, the know? ones, the one, and, and the worst, like, and I totally, I totally, well, I don't, I, I guess I get it, but um, the ones that, that were the hardest were, like, when people started coming to you and going, hey. You know, I I hear you. You know, you you do the keto thing and and all that, and like I'm I'm looking to try to lose weight, get in shape, yada yada yada, mm-hmm. dealing with this, dealing with that. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you know, the difference is going to be is that I am a an athlete. I do yeah. race and perform, mm-hmm. and I have a really very firm uh, you know training regimen and and food regimen. But 
when you start talking to these people and going, well, so here's here's kind of what you need to do. Here's where you need to what you need to look at. And you know, week one, they're already going on. Well, when can I have this? Yeah. When can I have exactly? When can I have a, a six pack? Or when can I have I'm like? Well, I mean, you know, if you really want to do this right, I would. I would. I wouldn't even think about that for mm-hmm. the next month, two months. Yeah. And they'd be like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah." Like if you if you you're a weekend. You're almost a weekend. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'll screw yeah, it up now. Yeah. The minute you do that, it's going to be every week and you're back to where you started. Yeah. That and another one was the people like, oh, well, like, what can I substitute for this? Yeah. You know? Like, where's the keto cookies? Where's yeah, the keto cupcakes? Yeah, substitution got crazy. Yeah. I mean, we do a lot of stuff at my house, but. Um, yeah, but like you said, I mean, those aren't staples. No. You know no. what I mean? I mean, the only, the only staple we have and. It's Sundays we do, um, I don't know call it staple, but we do, I do uh, waffles on Sundays. Yeah. But, you know, you're talking eggs, cream cheese, and a little bit of almond flour. Yeah. That's it. Mm. Um, and that's just, and I make a big batch of them because my kid will eat them for breakfast before school. He throws almond butter on or peanut butter and... And a, throws in a toaster, throws some peanut butter on right. it, and bam, I mean, he's in too, heaven. Like, he's an active kid. Yeah. Like, there's no point in having him on diet. You but know? Yeah, like, I mean, there was yeah. there were a lot of people that, that I helped out with it, and they would be like, you know, like the whole fat bombs thing. And I'm like, well, you know, you can make some fat bombs to have on occasion for like a treat, yeah. you know. But then come to find out, they would make fat bombs, and they would just sit down and eat fat bombs yeah. every day. So what were fat bombs? Like, for the listeners be like chocolate chocolate and peanut butter balls which yeah. is not bad no it's not on occasion but like do they fit into your daily plan right and are they just keeping that chocolate flavor at bay until hey, you run exactly. out and yeah. then they got hershey's at the store yep <laughs> yeah yep. all um, right yeah those things cool all right recap anything you want to add in um, i don't think so no cool all right so the only thing i would add Find your caloric balance. Set down. The math will take literally. You can find a calculator online. Google Harris Benedict. If you can't spell that, Google BMR calculator and go from there. As soon as you find that out, find out what your macro breakdown should be. If you need any help with that, there's a ton of resources out there. Like I said, me personally, I go a one gram per pound of body weight. As far as the fat and carbs, adjust that to whatever you need. But uh, yeah, and after that, talking. and keep talking. Why am I keep it talking? Oh, you looking it up right now? <laughs> In fact, yep. yep. To to for my I guess input on that. Uh huh. To to ended up talking about balance. There was a great man mm-hmm. named Mister Miyagi. No, oh, who said, "You trust the quality of what you know, not quantity." Better mm-hmm. learn balance. Balance is key balance good he said karate good but i was gonna say <laughs> eating good karate no good that's mr miyagi right there and he yep. said that and that was what 1987 86 86 i think i think it's so, a year before i was born it was good yeah. for people in 86 it's good for people in 2020 there you go man mr miyagi liked his carbs too he liked rice yes he did <laughs> and then the, what was that well, well that takes you to like a lost dude well that takes you to a lost boys quote how could that how could a million chinese people be wrong there you go. Yep. Yeah, All right. Rice. So find your caloric balance. Eat in accordance to your balance. Whenever you're logging it, 
like there's no point in lying on that. You're just lying to yourself. And if every gonna, time you see those numbers, you're going to know they're not right. And and balance, you know, weight in one hand throws the other hand off. So if you got a donut in one hand, you might as well have a donut in the other hand. <laughs> if you can eat one, you might as well eat two. I hate you sometimes because they're donuts. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, thank you for listening. If you've made it this far, surely we've earned a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to. Oh, they're going to blow us up on these, like, these keto pages. Good. You hear these idiots? Please, please tag us in that. No, I don't. Love, one of my favorite things to do is argue with people on Facebook whether I'm right or wrong. So I'm please. terrible at it. I just hide. <laughs> He'll just tag me in it, and I'll take over. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Bye. Peace.